the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. It is such a sweet pleasure to have with us today Heather Norman Smith, and that's her website, heathernormansmith.com. And she has a brand new book. It just came out yesterday, Fiction. For all those moms who need the getaway or maybe you're going on a getaway, grab this fiction book, Songs for a Sunday. Heather, welcome to the show. I love that title. It's just oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, music, of course, is a big theme in the book, and it's a big theme in my life, too, so very important to me. What What are your favorite songs right now? What are some songs you're listening to? Oh, I listen to mainly, um, I sing in church, and we still use the old hymns, the, mm. old, the old hymnal. So oh, that's, that's nice. something that's very special to me. Uh, and, but I do, I lead, uh, I attend a church, a small congregation, and I lead praise and worship. We do a lot of the older praise and worship choruses, and, and again, out of the hymnal too and those are my favorite what's your all-time let's let's talk hymns for just a second because i love hymns too well i i could go on and on about hymns but i will say that this book it deals with amazing grace Mm. of course that's you know a lot of people might say that's their favorite but in this story um someone is asked to sing amazing grace and it's not their favorite It it was very difficult for me to imagine that and to write that in but it's a difficult thing for them to do in the story because they have forgotten about that grace. And so it's a, it's a big theme in the book is, is how she can um, sing this song and how maybe hopefully she's going to come to believe it again. Oh, amazing grace. I need it. You need it. We all need it. Uh, I, I think about the song just as I am. Do you guys do you ever oh, sing that hymn? That is one of my favorite mm-hmm. songs to do as, as an altar call, as an invitation. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it's that. It's so beautiful because you know, we were talking on the previous episode about you're, you're, you are seen, you are heard. You know, this morning when I woke up, there was this fog all across the farm and the sun mm. was shining and the sky was like a pink and blue and fog and it was so beautiful. And the Lord quickly just brought to my mind the scripture in 1 Corinthians thirteen twelve, and it says, for right now, we don't see clearly you know, and mm-hmm. so if I, I I actually grabbed it in the message and I was looking at it in different translations, but it said, you know, um, the, the fog, we don't see clearly through the fog, but one day we'll see Jesus face to face. And, and, you know, one, and then it goes on and says that God knows us and that we're fully known. And I, I've just enjoyed that scripture all day and thinking about that and how your book talks about identity and that God does know us and you know, his amazing grace, but just as I am, same thing, you know, come to that altar just as you are. Like he knows you and you can just come. Uh, anyway, Absolutely. <laughs> I've been Absolutely. thinking about so that. Much, so much great theology and, and those songs. And of course there's, there's great new stuff too. I'm, I'm not against any new things. I like, I like contemporary Christian. I like some Southern gospel feel, but uh, you know, blessed assurance and rock mm. of ages. Mm-hmm. And, uh, greatest I faith one us. I mean, I just, those are the things that I go to when I need encouragement. Uh, you know, of course, the Word of God. Sure. But just 
to sing and to to feel better. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are the things that I go to. So powerful. I love it. I love it. But Heather, you are a mom and you have four kids. And uh, you were saying that the, the last one you fostered to adopt. Is that right? That is correct. Mm. So my, my husband and I, um, it, it's very strange that we never really sat down and had a conversation about uh, fostering and adopting. And that sounds, that sounds strange, but it was just always understood. I don't remember, like, <laughs> when we wow. first got married, how that we just understood that we were going to uh, hopefully adopt one day. But uh, we knew, you know, when we, after we had children, that that was the next step mm. uh, for us. So you had, had three kids of your yeah, own. but we okay. had two girls. We had two girls and thought, okay, we're going to have two girls and then we'll adopt. And then we found out our son was coming. So <laughs> we had, I said, okay, I guess we're going to have three kids and then adopt. It was mm. still just part of the plan. So um, we knew we wanted to wait until they were a little bit older, they were able to understand, com- you know, comprehend everything and be a part of it. And, it, you know, very few times in my life, has has the Lord kind of shown me something, not necessarily a vision, but just a, just an idea that He so perfectly orchestrated. Mm-hmm. So, in my mind, my youngest uh, child at the time would be seven years old, and the child that we adopted would be three. Now, mm-hmm. you you know how how could I orchestrate that? That's just what I knew was going to happen, and that's exactly how it worked out. That. Uh, he was uh, Benjamin was legally adopted into our family when my um, youngest biological child Daniel was seven years old and Benjamin was three mm. and it was just beautiful how the Lord allowed me to see it before it happened you know very few things have ever worked out for me that way <laughs> Benjamin's one of my favorite names that's the name of my little brother is Benjamin and he's a oh, wonderful man of God that's very, <laughs> so that's wonderful um so we actually did change our son's name okay um, so I have my firstborn you know, first of all I thought I was going to be uh be the one with these kind of different kind of out there names because growing up I, <laughs> I liked all those things and then I married a smith you know and then <laughs> I gave my firstborn was just Elizabeth like she had to be Elizabeth beautiful um, it was so clear to us after a while it took some time to get there but then it was her name's Elizabeth and then we had a Sarah. Mm, I <laughs> so, love it. And then the, our third born was a Daniel. And so when our son came to us from foster care, he was still um, very young when he came to us from foster care in our county. And um, so we felt like it, he was young enough. And there were other reasons that it felt important to us to change his name. Uh, some of that is just um, maybe anonymity. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, and so we we decided, you know, okay, what are we going to call him? And it was amazing how he took to it because it was, you know, we had to leave some of it up to him. If he rejected it, we, we weren't going to push it, but we started out trying this. But Benjamin in Hebrew means son of my right hand. Oh. And this child literally is the son of my right hand because I had legally, he's mine because I signed that paper and I'm right-handed. So. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> That's how he became my son. So, uh, and our other our other children had had biblical Hebrew names, and so uh, it was wonderful that we were able to do that. And we, of course, we kept part of his birth name just to help him connect with that part of who he is. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm so glad that the Lord allowed us 
him I, to be in our family. I love it. So well you have some Old Testament and then Elizabeth from the New Testament. You've got it all covered there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's good. How do you juggle all of this balancing a family and and foster child? I mean, did the, did there challenges come along with that? Oh, there are so many challenges. I'm not sure if we have enough time to go through all of them. <laughs> but the Lord is so gracious. Um, I mean, I would be, I would just be flat out lying if I said that any of this had been a walk in the park. But uh, the Lord is faithful. And mm-hmm. that's something I try to tell people. You know, they say, oh, it's so hard. How you do it? But yeah, it's hard. You know, no, he never told us life would be easy. <laughs> but he said he'd be there. He said he would never leave us or forsake us. And so all along this very difficult uh, road of, of foster care and adoption and just life and parenthood in general, um, the Lord has been there. Um, so, of course, there's, there's challenges with uh, any adopted child because there's trauma there. Um, even though he was fairly young when he came to us, there's, there's trauma. And so we, you know, we continue to deal with that three and a half years later, we're, we're still dealing with lots of trauma. So even at age three, they remember and it affects them as young as age three. Right. So he came, yeah, when he came to us, he was uh, two and a half and um, he is six now. And, um, you know, no doubt in my mind that God placed in our family, but again, it's, it's been very difficult. Um, there are little little glimmers of hope um, attached to the difficult that just that just give you the, the strength to keep going. And one of those has been that my my children um, bonded with him so quickly. I mean, from basically the beginning, they fought just like siblings, right? They just <laughs> you know naturally thicker. But it was like he was just part of us. And and uh, I've I've worried I've worried what the things that we've had to go through have done to to my biological children. But their acceptance and their love for him has really uh, been such a blessing. It's helped to confirm for me that uh, this was this was God's plan for us. You know, life is such a precious thing, and what that is one thing that we know that God blesses, isn't it? Is is adoption and fostering, and He has a heart for the widow. He has a heart for the orphan. I think it's a beautiful thing. Well, we just have about a minute left. What else do you want to leave us with today? So um, talking about being a busy parent and then just le- leaning on, gra- on God's grace, um, you know, I, I, do, I do write fiction, but I also work a full-time job, and I have four kids, and so that means I stay very, very late at night <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to get things done. Um, but it's possible. Uh, I've had people say, well, y- you do too much. How do you do it? It's too hard. Why do you, why do, you do all these hard things? And again, that um, we're, we're not things aren't supposed to be easy but they're they're worthwhile being a mother is worthwhile being an adoptive mother is worthwhile uh, writing songs uh, right I do write songs but writing books that uh, draw people to to the Lord hopefully and that's mm. my prayer even in fiction that's worthwhile and so um, we just have to put him first and and he'll be there for us Mm, he'll be there for us. That was the most powerful thing you said. And put him first and do great things for God. I just, I love your heart. 
Heather Norman Smith. Go to heathernormansmith.com. Songs for a Sunday. She's that mom of four. She gets you. <laughs> and uh, we're so proud of you, Heather. And thanks for loving God so really well. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.